Welcome, welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast. How's everybody doing? I hope you're having a fabulous Wednesday. I know I am. We are midweek. It is hump day and everybody is relaxed. We had a good Labor Day and now we are going to go into the weekend a new it's a it's a new day every day, right? Cool. All right, guys, today and ladies, I have an amazing, special, wonderful, beautiful guest, the one, the only, Joanna with Matana Five Dimensional Performing Arts Experience. Amazing. I cannot wait to hear all about it. Tell us about Joanna and Matana and where that name came from, please. How are all you? All right. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so excited to, uh, to meet the Pink Cloud viewership. Yes, uh, my name is Joanna Tress. Um, I'm in Orlando, Florida, and I'm half of Matt Tana. Matt Tana is Matthew and Joanna. Uh, my husband and I just got married uh, last February 2020, six weeks before the COVID shutdown. Wow. And um, when we met and, and came together, we got married a year to the day of the day that we actually met. So cool. it's grown-up love when you know what you want. And you go for it. Mm. We were both at a point in our lives where we were ready to live our best life now. There were so many things that we wanted to do creatively, um, business-wise. And we we came together, Matt and Joanna, Matt Tana, and then say, let's do this. this. We've always wanted to get together with people and perform, singing, dancing acting, playing an instrument, and expressing yourself creatively, but there's a twist. Okay. You have to be 35 years and older <laughs> to be a part of the Matana Art Dimensional Performing Arts Experience. So Love we're it. all about celebrating the grown-up thing since so much time and energy and emphasis is giving on the young people, the youth, you know, yeah. whether it's Hollywood, the music industry. Sure. But there is so much that we grown folks have to offer and want to do. And so uh, that's what this is really about. It, it's about getting folks who may have put their uh, performing hopes, dreams, and aspirations on the back burner or in a little box somewhere. Yeah. And we're going to open that up and let's delve into it and just create a, a collective, a safe container non-judgmental you know come on it's judgment free everybody's cool we're going to support each other and we're going to put on a show absolutely okay great i love it i hear all the time 40 is the new 20 or something like that you know and me being in my 40s i'm having a really good time and in my 20s i was so worried and stressed out and working very very hard and now in my 40s i more relaxed and more enjoying life and and yes I did put other people's needs before me back then but I don't do that anymore so I try to balance it out a little bit so awesome I love that it's a combination of y'all's names so the five-dimensional performing arts experience is you said it but I want you to please repeat it so dancing and yeah, so let's say that the triple threat, so to speak, you okay. can sing, dance, and act, right? That's what they call it, you know, in show business, triple threat. But of course, musicians speaking, uh, playing an instrument is important. And these days, with spoken word 
and nonverbal performing artistry, there's a place for that too. And I call that creative expression. So not only are there five different performing arts that we work with, but the five dimensions also incorporate our five key senses. Mm. So when we get together, you're going to be stimulated through mm. your sense of smell and taste, as well as your sense of hearing and your sense of tactile touch. You're going to be able to feel something as well as, of course, our eyes and what you can see. So the fact that we have sensual um immersive experience that just make you come alive in every way while you are, are doing your art. I think that's that's what makes it special. And of course they say the fifth dimension is magic, right? So there's a little special secret sauce in there. Oh, I that, love it. That, and it comes when people come together virtually, but it's a hundred times better even in person. Awesome. We have a comment. Uh, this is dope. So thank you so much. Very exciting. Very exciting. Erin, uh, uh, thank you for commenting. But yeah, no, it's very exciting. I, I love how you use the, um, the, you know, all the senses, not just the body, not just the voice, but all encompassing. So that's really cool. I love that. I love that you have to be 35 or older. That's a wonderful requirement because um you know we are all of a certain age around here and we're doing so many good things that um we deserve to be celebrated too you you know your yes. husband us you know us you know people of a particular age as they call it which is fine it's not a big deal i mean you know um i've had a hard time getting used to it but you know little by little you just got to accept it and like I said, I'm having more fun now than I was previously. Um, but because of the Hollywood stigma, you feel like you're withering away, you know? I mean, I don't yeah. know if, you know, you've ever, you know, experienced that, but I certainly have. And it's, it's, oh, it's been an adjustment. <laughs> okay. Tell us a story. Well, what's interesting is that, um, in 2004, that's the first time I found myself teaching the young people. See, I was 32. So I had my, I had my last baby when I was 30. And, and then, you know, a couple years later, okay, I'm in my 30s and I'm, I can't really get a gig in the performing arts, really a paid gig where I was living at the time. But what do we do? Of course, you teach the kids. So, you know, there's a nice little dancing totally. school with a little voice on the side really so that the kids can sing while the dancers are doing costume changes you know <laughs> secondary <laughs> yeah. and I realized I'm doing things for the kids I'm coordinating a showcase with high school age kids and um, at the same time I had the biggest gig of my life uh, in 2005 um, Air Supply the 70s pop group uh, they were on their 30 year anniversary tour and, uh, and I was in a show that opened for them when they performed in Gadsden, Alabama in nice. 2005. But that's where I started to feel, you know, that, the, that okay, yes, the reality is I'm not going to be a professional, you know, musician, singer, songwriter, those things. That, that age creeps up on you and you look at the reality of where your life is now. You know, I was a, a single mother low income and struggling, but still had it in me 
I had so much in me. I so related to uh, the character Effie from Dreamgirls, who is, you know, raising her her daughter on welfare and says, you know, the only thing I know how to do is sing, you know, and then got to, got to make her big comeback, you know, years later. So at that hmm. time, you know, I had a couple of life-changing experiences in the performing arts. I also wrote a theme song for the city I was living in and had an arrangement done with the orchestra and also with the rock band uh, when we were in a, a big festival. But then I said, what am I going to do though long term? Because like they say, there's a saying that if you can't, those who can't do are the ones who end up teaching. And I didn't want to be that cliche. Right. I didn't, and so um, yeah. I, the wheels started turning in the back of my mind. And then when the right time comes, success comes when opportunity meets preparation. I was preparing myself with the mindset, with the business development tools, with the personal development, so that when I saw the opportunity, when I met my husband, Matthew Tress, who is, you know, the positive rapper and dancer, his brother was a DJ, and he's the dancer and, and rap, you know, I said, okay, there was an opportunity that met that preparation, and it just came together beautifully. And the point is, I know that we're going to accomplish more with Matana than we ever did. Like when I made my first demo in 1993 and was doing little shows in Atlanta. Everybody's trying to get a little piece of maybe La Face Records, which was based there. You know, okay, you know, that stuff of dibbling and dabbling in the music industry, forget that. I did mm -hmm. community theater and got to have my son at my side and did mm -hmm. hairspray you know, yeah, and I, I had the motor mouth Maybell part, which Queen Latifah made famous. And, yeah. you know, the diddling and the dabbling, though, it's over. Because now at this point in life, this is going to be my full time career. This, I want to make a living, making a difference. I want to earn my keep and make money doing what I love. So there's so much more empowerment stepping into this in 40s and 50s than there was being a 20-something a, a newbie in, in the business, you know, a young woman, you know, mm -hmm. they, they, oh, yeah, I write songs. Yeah, right. You know, you have to be like <laughs> Shania Twain and marry the producer, you know, not laying to get your songs made, you know. Just, I'm so over that. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. just looking forward to there's so much more that we can accomplish now that we're older and wiser and have the technology available to market ourselves. Right. And and just really take things to the next level. Nobody knew who Joanna was back then, but they're going to know who Matana is now. Cool. Awesome. Well, Aaron Casey uh, is really on, on to this. Uh, he says, I hope that I can collab with Joanna Tress. I have an artist pop-up gallery that I do every year, and we should chat on how to collab my show with yours. We'd Ooh, like to yes, know. Aaron, awesome. You picked the right day to hop on this podcast, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, that's very not, cool. That's no mistake. That's no coincidence. The, um, the website is in the description box, so anybody can click it at any time and get more information on Matana. And then he also says, here's the link to my show, and if there's something that you and Joanna would like to collab with, please message me or email me. And he left all that information. It's, in my, it's under my LinkedIn, so... We can go back Wonderful. and look it up. So thank you so much. 
Erin Casey, absolutely. Thank you, Erin. I love, I love the engagement. That's the thing. We've got to be visible to meet the right people. Yeah. Basically, I'm so far, I'm recruiting one person at a time. They go to my website, mattana.org, M-A-T-T-A-N-N-A.org, where we have um, a little survey to introduce yourself and share what you do and what you're interested in, your story. You know, and then we follow up a couple more times. And when we get enough people where we can actually collaborate for a a show, then um, that's when things are really going to get rolling. But it's sort of just one person at a time right now that I meet that we interview, we share, but the more the merrier. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. And you started off by saying where you were located. So you're based out of, repeat Orlando, that. Florida. Orlando, yeah, of Florida. Of course, we have to start virtually. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're all used to Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> and you Yeah, and that's fine. And Florida is alive. huge. Florida is huge, you know, and... Um, it can be like a, a hybrid, both virtual and remote, uh, in person and virtual. I mean, there's so many possibilities nowadays that um, just keep uh, trying new things and, and see what works and, and, and go from there. So awesome. So the name Matana came from Matthew and Joanna, right? That's yes. such. I really, uh, you have a beautiful romantic love story. If you would like to share it with us, I would love to hear it. Sure, sure. You know, um, doing my single mom hustle, I was driving for Lyft. Mm. So one morning at 6.30 in the morning, I'm giving a guy uh, a ride to work. It's dark. We can hardly see each other, but we had a nice conversation. of mentioning the law of attraction Mm. and... um, just going for what we want in life. And after I dropped him off at work, I was like, whoa, that guy's positive. <laughs> oh, well, I'll never see him again. Take a deep breath and click, get the next ride. Mm-hmm. It so happened that I got a text from Lyft that afternoon that this gentleman left his key in my car accidentally. He needed mm. a key for his job. I looked and looked. I didn't see the key. I'm like, oh, well. Two weeks later, I detailed a car and I found a key tucked in the back seat where the seatbelt was supposed to be. Uh Oh, you know, so, okay, Mm. I texted him. So I've got the key. Let's get together. Um, And then he told me where he worked. So I I went over there. That's really just the office. He was um, a manager for two different uh, stores, privately Mm -hmm. owned, and back and forth and over a fleet of trucks. He was in charge, you know, in charge of that. He's never in the office. I was mm-hmm. just going to drop it off. Yeah. Um, but he happened to be there that day. Yeah. And then I see him in the light, and, oh, he's cute. <laughs> you know, <laughs> looks young and fresh, That's blue good. eyes popping. So I'm a licensed health and life insurance agent. So I was trying to get my hustle on. I was like, oh, I know this man has a beautiful wife and and gorgeous children, and he needs to get some life insurance protection for his family. So, I mean, along with the key in the envelope was my business card. Mm -hmm. You know, life, health, wealth, right? Mm -hmm. So I finally catch up, and then we're going to talk about insurance. Mm -hmm. And that is, we met at Panera. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about insurance. He was much more interesting as a person. I mm-hmm. did not want to have dollar signs in my eyes when I looked at him. Right, right. And I said, yeah. okay. And 
So when we were going to go our separate ways after that evening, and still we need to meet again because we didn't talk about the insurance. <laughs> but I was so moved, though. There was something special about him that I read to him, the Vibrant Success Manifesto. It's like a spoken word, positive affirmation of, you know, just being complete. The universe has all that I need. I walk about in love. I'm like a fountain overflowing with love and everything. And I just wanted to share this with him. I just knew that he would appreciate it. I wanted to share it with him, who I am, you know, about that. He totally dug it while I was sharing that with him, reading it to him underneath a tree. Cool. And we were like, we are going to do something together. We got to collaborate. I just want you in my life. Let's see, you know. That's so cool. And um, so we got together a, a couple more times and then, okay, I just started to like him. Mm-hmm. We just liked each other. And yeah, so cool. he wasn't single. I found that out. Or, I mean, he was single. I'm he sorry. Was. He was not married, that right. ideal life insurance prospect. So That's it was good. just, we got along beautifully. And a year to the day that we met, February uh, the 4th, um, we met in 1919, and we got married on February the 4th of 2020. I love but it. A year to the day that we met, we, we came together. And so it's just, it's amazing celebrating grown up love. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for being here, for telling us your story. I love uh, romantic and, and love stories. Uh, I've been married for 14 years, so, uh, you know, still in love with my husband, and um, it's amazing. So I only hope more and better for you and growing and, and that love and uh, the the Matana love, okay? So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to and watching the Pink Cloud Night podcast. And make sure to get a hold of Aaron Casey because he wants to collab. That's right. Thank you so much. Have a so great rest of the here. day, everybody.